0: from years of anxiety to warrior and mentor bradley robinson created the anxiety project to help you end your anxiety naturally let's mold the new you and let's end anxiety together hey everybody welcome to the anxiety project podcast number 16 i am your host with the most on anxiety recovery Today, it's all about starting your recovery. But it's important to know that all of these sensations and these feelings that you're going through, this severe anxiety, it's a signal. It's a signal from your body saying you must change. You must shed your skin and become a new person. A lot of people walk around with that 10-year-old voice still inside them, you're still reacting to that voice. These people walk around reacting to that voice all the time, giving in, giving in to bad habits, giving in to the sensations and the fearful thoughts, the limiting thoughts. And that 10-year-old voice needs to be challenged. It needs to be countered with rational thinking. So we have to understand that We have to change. You have to change. It's a must. Okay? It's a must. Change needs to happen. Your body is telling you something. Your body is saying enough's enough. Things need to change. And that's why I'm sending you sensations. That's why I'm giving you panic attacks and severe anxiety. Things need to change. Now, the first thing to starting your recovery is knowing what you want. What do you really want? How do you want to feel? And when you sit with yourself in a a quiet place, in a meditative state, and you go over what you want through all of your five senses, what will it feel like when I finally change? What will I see well, and how will I perceive things when I change? What will things look like? Will I be more in the present moment when I change? Will I be more mindful? How will foods taste? I'll be more conscious of how foods taste, and I'll eat healthier foods, and I will enjoy the foods. You know? What will I feel like touch and will I be more mindful about the things that I touch and be more aware of the the cold and the, the 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 weather the environment that I'm in what will I hear when I'm fully recovered in the present moment mindful what will I hear and when we start to imagine and put ourselves in to the situation when we finally recover and use all of our five senses in that state, our subconscious is recognizing it because our subconscious only connects with imagery and emotions. So when we start giving our vision, emotion, and imagery and start to associate our recovery with all of these five senses, our subconscious is understanding that, hey, he wants change and change needs to happen, okay? But this must be consistent, you know, don't do this one day and expect change to happen. It's all about a vision and understanding that I must change. And this is what I really want in my life. You have to understand that you need to identify what you want identify what you want in the long run and and associate change with pleasure and not changing with pain okay change equals pleasure change equals mindfulness change equals better health change equals better friends change equals more traveling and time with myself change equals a better job because we got to remember that we can complain about our jobs we can complain about the situations we're in but if we don't change ourselves internally how are you going to change your external world if you don't change your internal world how do you expect to change your external world okay so the more clear you are about what you really want, the more power it has, okay? You have to be clear. You have to wake up with a vision board and be like, this is what I want. I'm done living the victim lifestyle. I'm done suffering from anxiety. I'm done with this. I must change. And this is what I want right here. And, and follow that with all of your might, okay? Understand that the RAS, the reticular activating system, tells your brain what to pay attention to, okay? What is the reticular activating system? Well, the RAS is like a filter or a gatekeeper of information and data that is let into the subconscious mind. Your five senses are always feeding information to the brain, and you can't possibly pay attention to it all, okay? So it's like when you get jolted up, when you hear your name or something related to sex or anything that is related to something you're sensitized to or anything related to your beliefs or your identity, okay? So it's like when you have health anxiety and you're sitting in the coffee shop and you hear somebody say cancer or a disease or something related to that, you jolt up, right? Because it's fitting your identity as a health anxiety sufferer. It's fitting who you are, your current beliefs, okay? And that's what what happened to me when I was suffering from health anxiety. I was picking up all the negative things. Like a billboard would say, have you gotten... This checked by your doctors lately or commercials that promoted ill health or, or so, something like that. Or when you're watching like American Idol or America's Got Talent, those horrible shows where they bring on people and they have they have an illness or a disease and you relate to them in some in some way and you feel bad. Like, what if I get that disease? You know, these people are, are victims of this. These people are victims of that. And don't you realize that these shows put those people on because they play that card? They because they gear people like you towards it. And and they and they want to get your subconscious. They want to get that that side of you that's scared and fearful of, of contracting. Like most people are are afraid of 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 hearing about cancer or hearing about these diseases. Right? Most people, that's why uh, these shows on TV get people who have a backstory of having a disease or a terrible illness, right? To get you engaged, to, to relate to your subconscious, right? That's what it's all about. And advertisements and, and, and things people say in the office, all this negative information, people complaining about themselves, this is addictive right? This information is addictive because it's suiting your identity. And it's about being more aware ab- about that information, right? So, and that's what I mean about the, the reticular activating system, that it's, it's picking up information that fits your identity, fits who you are, right? It fits, it fits who you are. So, you know, like somebody says a disease and you, all of a sudden you get dolt- jolted up, and you're like, oh my God, you know, like it, my reticular activating system, pick that out because it's suiting who I am, it's fitting my identity. It's estimated that this subconscious mind can only handle a hundred pieces of information every second. So there's only a certain amount of information that your subconscious mind slash reticular activating system. Candles, right? So it's only handling um, certain amounts because you got to remember that the subconscious is the storage system, right? And I'm not saying like the reticular activating system and the subconscious are the same thing, but the reticular activating system is the gatekeeper and the subconscious is the storage system where you hold your beliefs and your identity, right? This is where your beliefs and identity lie in your subconscious, right? So it's it's it, all of this stuff is 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 fitting your identity and who you are. The things that are you're picking up. And it's all about changing your beliefs and identity, right? Creating new habits and starting your recovery. It's like I said before, it's Knowing what you want long-term. Connecting change with pleasure and not changing with pain. And then creating a contract with oneself. So write out a contract on, on the internet or on paper and say, it's going to take me three months. So set a goal of three months from now to recover from anxiety, name it, the anxiety project. This is your project. This is the project where I'm going to recover from anxiety. This is my contract and sign it. Sign your name at the bottom and write out bullet points on your contract um, that, you know, I I want to recover from anxiety. I want to change my identity. I want to change my beliefs. It's a must. It's a must that I change my identity. It's a must I must change my beliefs. It's a must that I must overcome this anxiety disorder and learn. This is You're a student now. And understand that you're a student, okay? You're not going back to school. You know, you're going back to school for yourself on your own time. And this is better than any school. Okay, this is you. This is you changing who you are. This is you getting your life back. Okay, so and change your shoulds to musts. You know, I should do this, I should do that. You know, that's setting yourself up for failure. I must change, I must overcome anxiety, I must do whatever I can to improve my life and get it back. Take control because it's all about control. Okay. The thing that stops you from getting what you want is fear. The fear of failure. The fear of not being accepted once you overcome anxiety. The fear of losing friends when you overcome anxiety. The fear of losing your job, perhaps. The fear of disconnecting from your family. It's all about fear. But you have to understand that overcoming anxiety and improving who you are is r- most important and that y- this process is about facing fear head on it's all about facing your fears head on head on this is what it's all about this is how you grow it's f- when you to grow it's about going through hell and keep going and not running away, not running away from the fire, but running towards the fire. This is how you reprogram your brain. Your brain is a muscle and it needs to get strengthened. Right now, going through anxiety, it's weak. You know, it's fearful. It has an identity that doesn't serve you. It has bad habits that that don't serve you. It's all about divorcing yourself, okay? The transition is all about divorcing yourself and starting anew to become more conscious. It's all about becoming more conscious, okay? The conscious process. Your, your, your subconscious is, is a storage system. It has all of these beliefs that don't serve you, these negative beliefs, these negative habits. And and it's it stores past traumas, past experiences that don't serve you as well, that you, you've held up for so long. And it's about confronting them, okay? And bad habits losing friends that don't serve you bad friends is only going to be better for you in the long run okay you're gonna experience a lot of resistance when it comes to change it's not easy getting rid of friends that you've had for 10 years trust me because it's happened to me i've 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 told one of my friends that hey i i can i just can't uh, hang around you because of this the negative the negativity the negative energy and at this point i didn't care what it, what he thought i was being honest with him and i was and i was like hey this negative vibe and our negative habits when we're together don't work for me that i want to improve my life and i want to get somewhere else in my life and just being honest with them is the best thing right and it's, it's not easy. None of this is easy. You're going through your, one of the hardest things you could do. It's the battle with your mind. But it's identifying which habits work and which habits don't work. Okay? And you're going to have to divorce friends. You're going to have to spend less time with people who promote negativity in your life. And this is what needs to be done. You need to be around people that are going to better your higher self, to better who you want to become, and adapt role models, adopt role models, I should say. Bring in role models, people who are powerful and have overcome adversity and promote spirituality and mindfulness and promote anxiety recovery. Listen to this podcast you know, this podcast is is going to be a big podcast. Every week I'm going to put out content about anxiety recovery and steps you can take, right? So listen to the podcast. Listen to five other podcasts. Listen to Tony Robbins. Listen to Russell Brand. He's an amazing guy on addiction and spirituality. You know, listen to... Good music, rather than music that promotes drugs or sex or 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 bad habits. It's all about changing habits, right? And 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 bringing in new people to support your journey, support your new identity. It's it's that journey, right? It's 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 bringing in people that you know that are going to help bring you to the top and and promote recovery, okay? So this, I know I'm throwing a lot of information at you, but write this down. This, so, so write down, know what you want, Create a contract with yourself saying, "I'm going to recover from this month, and then three months down the road, I'm going to recover from here." And if you don't recover from there, set another contract for yourself. Okay, it's a, it's a it's a growing journey. It's a long journey, and then change your shoulds to musts, and and it's it's recognizing bad habits. Okay, write down bad habits that don't serve you, and. Really, the biggest thing I could say when starting your recovery is you're a student. You're a student of anxiety. And write that on the contract. I am now a student of myself and anxiety. Now it's the process of learning. It's all about learning now. Write in your notebooks every day about anxiety. Write down techniques. Write down the process of desensitizing yourself, it's a journey now, and it's an amazing journey that will only benefit you in the long run. So that's where I want to leave it today. I also want to mention that when I was recovering from anxiety and when I was changing my habits, I remember that when I was just educating myself, when I was a student of anxiety, and I am still a student, I always learn, but I, I never used to read a lot. I would read a book here and there, but when I was going through my recovery, I actually sat down in chapters one day for four or five hours reading a book, okay? And then I would spend the rest of the week and I would read the whole book in the, in the store, in the bookstore. I read the whole book in the bookstore and then I read another book and then I, then I ended up reading three books in one month. And then I ended up reading more books the next month. And then so forth. And I'm like, this is my new identity. When I'm reading, when I started reading a lot in my recovery, I, I felt so much resistance towards it. I was like, I can't really sit here and read. I can't really sit here. I have anxiety. But when I forced myself to do it, and when I and and then my I got used to it and I was retraining my brain and all of a sudden, I was reading three books, and then and so forth. Right? It's all about changing your identity. Now I'm a reader. I'm a learner. That's my new identity. And now I am a grower and and a student now of myself. And it's all about the snowball effect. It's all about what you do now, starting forward. Are you going to grow, or are you going to stay put in your old state? Okay. You don't want to stay put. Guys, I love you so much. I hope this podcast has gained you with lots of knowledge. Write everything down. Go over it a few times. And don't let your anxiety define who you are. Okay? I'll see you on the next episode. Have a great day. Bye. For more podcast episodes... For more video content, and one-on-one coaching with me via Skype, visit www.unpluganxiety.com for everything you need to know about ending anxiety. I love you all, and have a great day. Bye-bye.